Love Triangles, Enemies to Lovers, Forbidden Love, and Second Chance Romance. This week on Romance Ramblings, we're talking tropes with special guest Amanda Fay. Welcome back to Romance Ramblings, your weekly romance-centric podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Anderson, and this week I have a special guest host, the one and only Amanda Fay. For those of you unfamiliar with her work, Amanda is the author of the Doctor Drama and Forbidden Fruit series, as well as a fellow radish fiction writer. She's a good friend of mine, and I'm so pleased to have her on this week's episode. Amanda, why don't you take a moment to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. My name is Amanda Fay, and I am a hybrid author. I want to thank Catherine so much for having me here today. Um, I am, I have been writing for almost three years now. Oh my goodness. Feels, I think three years. Yeah. And um, I have written the Dr. Drama series, which is kind of a Grey's Anatomy in your hands. I've written the Forbidden Fruit series. I have book one of the Doctor of the Detective series is out. I'm currently releasing exclusively to Radish, um, the Then There Were Three trilogy. I also have books being released this year um, in the Boom Factory Until Happily Ever Alpha Worlds. I have a book releasing in the KB Worlds, and I have a book releasing in the Cocky Heroes series. And that book is actually going to be a continuation of Grounded from my Forbidden Fruit series. Amanda is a hell of a writer, and she has more knowledge of tropes in her little finger than I do in my entire brain. Thank you for being here today, Amanda. Let's talk tropes. Whether you love them, hate them, or don't give two rips about them, tropes are an essential part of romance reading and writing. As romance authors, Amanda and I have had to deal with our fair share of tropes as we craft our stories. We each have favorite tropes, and we'll give you examples of them from books we've read and movies we've seen. One of my favorite tropes is second chance romance. Who doesn't love a good second chance story? I especially love it when they were torn apart as teenagers and found their way back as adults, like in my favorite movie, Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama is my first memory of the second chance trope, and it's stuck with me throughout my entire life. The mistakes Jake and Melanie made as teenagers in a small town shaped their lives as adults, tore them apart, and eventually brought them back together. If you haven't seen this movie, I don't want to give away too much, but I highly recommend this early 2000s romance classic if you're a fan of second chance romance. Amanda, how do you feel about second chance romance? I believe in love at first sight, um, even not just on paper, in real life. And so I love second chance romance where people finally get their heads out of their asses and realize that what they had in front of them was what they needed. Another trope Amanda and I both enjoy is friends to lovers. In fact, Amanda inspired me to use the trope in my radish fiction release, Capturing Connor. Amanda, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you like friends to lovers so much? Well, I mean, who knows you better than your best friend, right? And so many of us have best friends that are of the opposite sex, you know, opposites attract and all that. So isn't, that's just everybody's, every girl's fantasy, right? You know, you and your best friend, you're hanging out one night, maybe you're drinking, things go a little bit too far. 
And it's spectacular because who knows you better than them? You know, they've been studying you for a decade. They know the way you bite your lip and they know the way you move your hair out and they know the curves of your body. And I just, friends to lovers is my absolute favorite trope. And I'm sure that does have something to do with the fact that I married my high school sweetheart. I've been with the same boy since I was 14. Um, so, you know, I, I am in love with my best friend. Um, but yeah, friends to lovers is my favorite trope whatsoever. My favorite example of friends to lovers is actually your good boys talk dirty. <laughs> Bax and Sophie are my favorite characters of all time that I didn't write. Oh, he's so sweet. The way they come together is so organic. Like, I love it. I read that book all the time. I tell my friends, read this book. If, you, if, you, if you're looking for something good, read this book. But it is, it's the perfect example because they know each other inside and out. Or at least Bax has been, you know, semi to the side stalking Sophie for 20 years. So he knows her inside and out. But... It just, it makes everything so much better when you can skip over all of the introductions. You know what I mean? You could just jump yeah. back into all the emotions. Yeah, you don't have any of that pretense. You just, you go right to the, the heart of it. Exactly. Something else I love about Friends with Benefits or Friends to Lovers is it a lot of times it's got you know they keep their their bedroom shenanigans on the down low and so mm -hmm. I love the secret aspect of that as well yeah they're running around sneaking about yep the, the worst best kept secret in the friend group exactly yes There's one last trope I want to talk about in today's episode, and that's opposites attract. Everyone knows the age-old story of the popular, traditionally handsome jock falling in love with the dorky girl who wears glasses and paint-colored overalls. We've seen it in television and movie for years, and it's a popular trope in romance as well. Amanda, how do you feel about opposites attract? And have you, or will you ever, feature it in your books? Mm -hmm. And um, it's just, it's, it's a fantastic example of friends with benefits. And something else I love about friends with benefits or friends to lovers is it, a lot of times it's got, you know, they keep their, their bedroom shenanigans on the down low. And so mm -hmm. I love the secret aspect of that as well. Yeah. They're running around sneaking about yep. the, the worst, best kept secret in the friend group. Exactly. Yes. Is there anything in any of these tropes that, that we didn't cover that you want to talk about? Oh, well, I could go on and on um, for days, hours. I think I think one of the, the things I love the most about um, friends with benefits or friends to lovers or second chance romance mm -hmm. um, is the forbidden nature of it. Um, because you're not supposed to be sleeping with your best friend. You're not supposed to be sleeping with your brother's best friend or your sister's best friend or 
Um, in the case of my, my newest book, then there were three, you're not supposed to be sleeping with your best friend and his wife. Um, no. I think, <laughs> I think that's one of the things I love the most about, about these sort of relationships is because they're fun, they're exciting. Um, you can skip all of the bullshit and just jump right into the drama, but also there's a forbidden nature to it, which just makes it even more exciting because you know if you're making out on the couch in an apartment you share with your brother and you're making out with your brother's best friend and you've got no idea when your brother's going to be home, that's only going to up the ante, you know, it's going to yeah. up the excitement and then you have to time whether or not you're going to be able to jump apart and get the smirk off your face by the time your brother gets the front door open all the way. Um, you won't. But- it's impossible. <laughs> so I think that's one of the one of the things I love the most about about all of these friend-related tropes is there's always a forbidden nature to it. Um, and yeah. then fall out when you get caught. Oh, yeah. Even in Opposites Attract, there's some level of fallout. Oh, most definitely. That but, first there, argument. There's a forbidden nature to opposites attract as well because, um, you know, I hate you. So, of course, take take Draco and Hermione, okay? Of course. About opposites attract. That is totally forbidden. You know, no, no, oh, no. Oh, yeah. No. Um, yeah, that's one of the most popular tropes from the Harry Potter fandom. Is Draco it is. And, and part of it is because of the forbidden nature of it. the trope we were just talking about that just totally hello out of my brain um it's a track there you go another good one uh is to love jason thorne um i cannot i cannot remember who wrote it but to love jason thorne and as long as i'm thinking as long as it's the one i think i need to look it up yes okay to love jason thorne by ella mays Mm-hmm. She is in love with her brother's best friend all through when they were kids. And then her brother's best friend moves away when they're in high school and becomes super famous. Well, she writes this book. It's her first book. It's self-published, and it blows up the lucky cunt. Um, <laughs> they decide to make a movie of it, and her childhood love that she was in love with gets the star part. Oh, my gosh. And so now all of a sudden she's working super close um, with the biggest movie star in the world who also happened to be the boy that she was in love with in high school and when she was a little girl. Um, So that is a great friends to lovers. Oh my goodness. That sounds amazing. Oh, it's to love Jason Thorne. To love Jason Thorne. Yes. Wow. I am going to have to read this. If you were to Google um, best friends to lovers and Mm -hmm. pull up the list on Goodreads, I've read probably the top hundred. (laughs) Oh my gosh, girl. Unless it was strictly high school. And even then I've read some of the high schools, like the boy who sneaks in my bedroom window. Oh, that's a high school one, but it's so, it's so sweet. He, he does. He, He acts like he hates her. All throughout the day, you know, well, oh, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. And then at night, she had some trauma in her youth. Um, mm-hmm. 
and they're next door neighbors. So every single night for like a decade, he climbs out his window, climbs in her window, they sleep together, he sets the alarm and he's back in his own house by the time everybody else wakes up. Oh my goodness, that's adorable. Oh, it's, it's, and it's high school, so it's normally not my jam because I'm a grown up now and high school angst mm. makes me cringe, but it's very good. Well, I have just added that to my list <laughs> and I'll include a link to that at the end of the podcast. It has been a pleasure having you on this week's episode. You are a writer I have always looked up to, and it is an honor to call you a friend. Please come back and join me on this podcast anytime. You have an open invitation. I hope when your Until book comes out, you'll join me for an episode all about Seb and Cinder. If you want to know more about Amanda Fay, her books, or any of the books discussed in this podcast, please visit bit.ly forward slash rom ram podcast. Tune in next week for another episode of Romance Ramblings with me, your host, Katherine Anderson. I'll be talking tropes part two, taboo tropes and risque romances with Margot Scott. If you're a fan of daddy kink romances, you don't want to miss this episode.